the late 80s, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the podcast Pat Trek. My continuing mission to introduce my friend Patrick to the best show that ever ran on television and to boldly go where millions of white guys with glasses have gone before. Hello and welcome to Pat Trek. This is the show where my friend Pat O'Rourke introduces me, Patrick Winninger, to Star Trek The Next Generation, a show that I've never seen. And I have seen a ton of times. And Patrick, did you know that we've been doing this for 80 episodes? This is the 80th episode. Wow, I didn't. I wasn't keeping track, but Yeah, that sounds about right. I guess we've done more episodes of Pat Trek, but this is the 80th episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Damn. Yeah. We're... Pretty far into it. Are, are we like halfway? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's seven episodes. Okay. Seven seasons. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Way more than seven episodes. <laughs> uh, the reason that that's important, and it brings me to my fun fact. Okay. With this episode, Star Trek The Next Generation has been on the air longer than the original series. Oh. The original series only made it 79 episodes. Oh, so this is... This is like the turning point. Exactly. Okay. And uh, that's where a couple of the uh, names of ships... And some of the references within this episode, they're referencing episode 79 of the original series. Really? Yeah, and that's why they called it Legacy. Oh. Because the legacy of Next Generation is bigger and more impactful than huh. that of original series. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's my hot take, at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's gonna, that, that sparks a lot of arguments, but like everything I know about Star Trek, which is admittedly not much, is, right. it's all based in TNG. Oh, yeah. yeah. That had more movies and, I think, probably a bigger cultural impact than than original series. At least recently. Well, at least for me. I'm just yes. saying for me. Yeah, definitely for me as well. Yeah. Well, I found something pretty interesting for Patrick's log. Uh, when Legacy came out, that was October 29th, 1990, and I found this headline. It says, get them before they're hot. Fads for 91. <laughs> Organic coffee and retro chic appliances will be big hits in 1991, but the popularity of New Age religions and baseball doubleheaders will fade, the American forecaster 91 predicts. Other anticipated hits are success surgery for executives, field trips for kids, kind of thought that was a, a normal thing, and gourmet ice. Home videos and the southwestern interior design style will bomb. Oh, uh, wow. So they're talking about uh, organic coffee is going to be a big thing, and <laughs> this is a, a funny one. Uh, this researcher says that uh, more workers will eat at desks so they can be more productive. Signs of Americans' intensified interest in their work. Oh, my God. But it's true. <laughs> I, I eat at my desk. Oh, everybody But does. it's because I have to. Yeah, exactly. It's not because we want Right. To. I know. I love that it's because of their interests. Like, no, no. it's because we, we don't have breaks anymore. Right. We'll lose our jobs. <laughs> yeah. That's just. <laughs> what is success surgery? Uh, they're talking about cosmetic surgery. Oh. People getting nose jobs and stuff. Ah, that yes. It's like, a, 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 I guess, a new thing then. Well, that was hot in the 90s. Yeah. So I guess that prediction was correct. And yeah. organic coffee, too. Yeah, totally. Well, Starbucks was on the rise during this time. Yeah, correct? but it wasn't like, uh, you know, the ubiquitous thing that Starbucks is now. Right. You know, where it's on every street corner. Mm -hmm. That was, I guess, it, back then it was seen as like, oh, this is a trendy hipstery thing that <laughs> isn't in every city. Yeah. 
So, oh, cool. Yeah, that's what was going on in 1991, or actually October 29th, 1990. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Legacy. Legacy. As you said, this is the 80th episode of TNG, apparently. Wild. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with another poker scene. Yeah, I love these. Riker, Data, Troy, and Worf, they're, they're playing poker, and Data has... You know, he's an android, so he's got a really good poker face. Yeah, he does. He bluffs his way into winning this whole pot. He and Riker has, have split up the winnings between them. 50-50. Ry- yeah, and Riker's a really good poker player. Mm-hmm. And Worf kind of jokingly accuses them of collaborating. Right. <laughs> uh, just kind of pulling one over uh, mm-hmm. on Troy and Worf. You know what I love about this scene? What? Riker's chips are all splashed all over yeah, the place. Yeah, and Data's are carefully collected. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty good. But then Riker decides to have a little friendly wager with Data. He does a magic trick, basically. He bets him that he can call a card that he picks out right. of the deck. So, you know, Data shows the card that he picks. He doesn't show it to Riker, and Riker's like, okay, you know, pick these five cards, and is that your card? And it is. It's a jack of hearts. Right. And then... Well, everyone thinks that Data's going to have to give up all of his chips because he lost the bet. But then he explains the magic trick. Right. And he's like, you deceived me. So uh, I think, considering, I'm going to take all these chips. (laughs) I love how this sets up the episode. Right. Yeah. Data just, like, he knows it's a magic trick. And he Mm -hmm. explains how he he was deceived. And Mm -hmm. he's like, nope. Doesn't count. (laughs) But it's interrupted uh, because they have a distress call. Uh, Everyone gets called up to the bridge. You know, they're on some routine mission. I forget what they're... Archaeology study. Oh man, Picard would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad that's been canceled. This should have been called Picard's Day is Ruined. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they got a distress call from a freighter from the Federation, and it is orbiting Turkana Four, mm-hmm. which just so happens to be where Tashiar was born. Right. And which we know is a bad place. Definitely. All yeah. we heard about it was how terrible. It right. Was. But there's a... Rape gang! Yeah, they, God, they said that again in this episode. I know, it's nuts. But yeah, the, they get this uh, kind of garbled message uh, from Tan Su, who is the captain of this freighter. And the static is cutting in and out, but it's basically like their warp drive is screwing up and mm-hmm. it's going to blow up. And then they're like, we, we're going to have breach in five minutes. Uh, make that three. <laughs> Thanks for helping anyway. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as they get to Turkana 4, they just kind of gun it. They see it blow up. They see the ship blow up. Yep. Too late. Yeah. Just one or two seconds too late. They're like, they're trying to get O'Brien to get a signature on him. He's like, no, oh, the ship blew up. So <laughs> can't really do that. Yeah. One thing that they do notice, though, is an ion trail that suggests the escape pod uh, deployed. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, so we know they're alive, but we can't uh, get a signature on them to uh, teleport them onto the ship. Unfortunately, the ion trail is going to the colony, yes. Turkana 4. And as Data or someone points out, the last ship that was heard from that went to Turkana 4 was the starship Potemkin, which is a Federation ship. It went to Turkana 4, and like all the crew was killed. Yes. Because they have split from the Federation and they're like embroiled in a generations long civil war. Which is only that was six years ago, they said. Right. And then fifteen years ago they've been at war. The the whole timeline of this colony is very confusing. Yeah, it's not clear they never explain why, uh or what exactly is going on. No. But all you know is the government has failed. It's like chaos and 
Street gangs. Street rule. gangs rule. S- street rape gangs rule. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, they make sure to say that. Yes. They make you very uncomfortable in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's just this lawless society, mm-hmm. and they have to retrieve these people. So Picard's like, well, got to send an away team. Yep. This ain't going to be fun, but we got to do it. Good luck, Riker. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, everything on Turkana 4 on the surface is gone. Everyone lives in these underground tunnels or something. Yeah, they blew up the world above. Yeah. So it's like this post-apocalyptic kind of thing, but everyone lives underground. Riker, Worf, Dr. Crusher, and Data go down, and their phasers are set to maximum stun. So not kill anybody, but hurt them real bad. Break a couple of ribs. Yeah. Uh, they're looking around for, you know, the survivors, but they immediately run into uh, some people that look like a security detail or something. But they have these, like, lights in their chest that are going off. And they're like, oh, they're coming. Follow me. And the Enterprise crew, uh, they follow these guys uh, into some, like, hideaway. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy, Hain. Uh, who's like the leader, I guess. And he says, we're from the coalition. Uh, we're the cadre that rules this area. The alliance is the opposing cadre, and they rule this area. And we have these implants in our chest that they go off every time. Uh, every time you're in enemy territory. Right. Uh, so that we don't actually fight, but we get close to each other, and the, the things go off, and that keeps the peace. Yeah. D- Dr. Crusher's like, it doesn't sound very peaceful. Like, you're on the brink of war, like, constantly, right? And they're like, yeah, but it hasn't gone into all that war yet. Uh, but we are trying to hold our territory, and they're trying to hold theirs. Uh, unfortunately, they do have your crewmen, and they will torture them and maybe kill them. They're bad people. The alliance is bad. And we're good. We're the good. We're so, the coalition. Even though our names sound almost exactly the same. <laughs> and That you, was the point, right? You can never really find out any kind of ideology uh, (laughs) in any way (laughs) to see why we're different. Trust us, we're different. (laughs) Actually, they're the same because they said to, if you want us to help you, hook us up with some guns. Right. The ransom would be to give the Alliance guns. So either way, guns are the answer. And they're like, wait, why do you need guns? I thought you said you were trying to keep the peace. They're like, yeah, well, you need guns to keep the peace. Yeah, duh, (laughs) dude. (laughs) (laughs) Just like on the Enterprise. Right. Yeah, which we'll get into that later. (laughs) Uh, Back on the ship, someone explains this whole situation to Picard. He's like, I'm not going to give anybody weapons. I'm not going to arm, you know, a side in a civil conflict that the Federation is not involved in. Right. That is... Like, we can't do that. No, that's very wrong. For many, many reasons. But I do appreciate the fact that these coalition people, that's the only way we can get our crew. Mm -hmm. So we got to deal with them, but I don't know what to do. Uh, This is interrupted by someone from the colony, Hain, the guy, uh, the leader, contacting Picard and says, hey, we have someone here that says she, she has a connection to the crew. Uh, it's Ashara Yar, it's Tasha Yar's sister. And then, you know, they have this big... What? And it goes to commercial. Uh, <laughs> but that's supposed to be, like, the big reveal. Mm-hmm. That Tasha Yar's sister is alive and well, who she never spoke of. Never once. W- when she was alive. So, Hain is talking to Picard, and he's like, okay, I get that you can't give us weapons. 
I understand. I can still help you, though. Just, you know, maybe there's some other ways you can help us, but you don't have to give us weapons. Mm-hmm. So Picard's like, okay, I, th- I think I can deal with that. This is the best deal I've got so far. Right. And we got to get those uh, those crewmen. So, you know, send Ashara over here. We want to talk to her anyway. Yeah. And while he's making this decision, he turns to his crew at one point, And Deanna Troy is like, he is clearly lying to you. Yeah, but we have no choice. But we have no choice. And she's like, I cannot figure out if Ishara is actually her sister. Mm-mm. We don't know. But might as well find out. Right. So, yeah, she comes uh, uh, aboard in the transport room, and Data is there to meet her. She sees Data, and she's like, you're not human. And he's like, no, I'm an android. And she's like, oh, built for combat, right? And he's like, why would you make that assumption? She's like, you're on a warship. And he's like, this isn't a warship. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's for exploration. Yeah, it's full of bombs and and guns and stuff. Well, yeah, later when they talk about teleporting bombs, I was like, "Right, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) But she made the point is that she made that assumption because the society she grew up in, the only type of android that you would build is something for war. So that's why she assumed Data was. If Data were built for war, he'd have, like, guns for arms. And right, stuff. yeah. Why would you make a robot like, like Mega like Man human? or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this would be a much different show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Data and Ashara are talking, and Data's like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's weird that Tasha never mentioned you. And she was like, yeah, she was a coward. I hated her. She yeah. left. Yeah, she's got sister issues. Yeah, and, and Data's like, no, she was very brave. Like she was their chief of security, and she always like risked herself to save other people. I think you got it all wrong. And you know they stop for a second, and Data's like he recognizes some way that she looks. I guess when she was angry, and, and he was like, "Wow, you, you look just like Tasha. That's weird." She looks nothing like Tasha. She looks nothing like Tasha. Nothing like Tasha. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that aside, Data saw it in her. Somehow. Right. I guess so. But uh, he takes her to the observation lounge, and you know, there's all the senior staff just waiting for her. <laughs> and she's like, you don't think I'm her, I'm her sister, do you? And they're like, um, something that we've considered. <laughs> and she's like, well, you, know, you can do a DNA test if you want. And Dr. Crusher's like, yes, I will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how matter-of-fact Beverly was about right. that. Yes, I will. And like... <laughs> Locks eyes with her. Yeah. Ashara kind of explains what's going on. They have, for the past 30 years, um, the the government on this colony, the official government, kind of collapsed. And that's the situation that everyone's been living in. The Coalition and the Alliance are these two groups that were given, uh, like, military power uh, by the government. And so that's why they have these, like, detectors, and that's why they have weapons. But then they kind of became, like, de facto government, but only for the parts of the underground cities that they control. So they've been in a state of civil war for 30 years. Okay. Yeah. So why did the government give them trackers? I... It's not clear. And then why did those trackers make the government no longer needed? Because that's kind of the logic flow they went through. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me just because... uh, you have two opposing groups that you gave police power, and you know that they're opposing because they put proximity trackers into these people. So like, well, we're going to make sure they don't fight. I don't know. I don't know. How does that stop fighting? Yeah. Why, why, why give them guns? <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why do that in the yeah, first place? Shouldn't you arm a police force? Yeah, that is like 
made up of opposing political parties that are, want to kill each other. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very confusing. It, it's how they like got to this the government point. just basically ceded power to these groups, and right. so they run the whole place. Right uh, is the point. Uh, the proximity trackers are the only things that keep the peace. Tasha left um, around the time that this happened, like 15 years ago, and never came back. Wanted no part of it, but Ashara had joined the coalition. Ashara is like a true believer in whatever the coalition is all about. Oh, yeah. Which she's we never learned what it's about. Um, They're her family, dude. But, yeah, she's like, you know, blood in, blood out for yeah. uh, for the coalition. <laughs> yeah. And that's why she hates Tasha. Because Tasha left. Because Tasha left. This is all interrupted, again, by another emergency transmission. It's uh, Tan Su, who is the captain of that freighter the person that they're looking for and he's like giving a proof of life video of like yeah. he's been captured by a terrorist group basically it's dark man the alliance and he's like uh this is just to let you know that the alliance is uh captured me and is keeping me because of the federation's intrusion into alliance space or something you have 20 hours yeah or they're gonna kill me and it cuts out and jordy's like there is a way we can get him back because there's this thing called a myographic scanner that's in freighter escape pods that tracks people's biological signatures somehow. But it's probably damaged in the crash. So we're going to have to send a team down there, fix it, and then we can find where they're at. So they got to send an away team basically into, into Alliance uh, territory. Yeah. Which, for all they know, is this like brutal terrorist organization. Yeah. Underground. Yeah. Picard goes, we don't even know where it crashed. Yeah, and Ashara's like, it's there. It's right. <laughs> she I know immediately exactly points. Where it is. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> yeah, we have sources there. Like, I know exactly where it's at. Uh, I think they would have scrapped it for parts and stuff. Like, right away. Right. That's something that they could make a weapon out of, probably. Yeah. I mean, but, there's got to be little phasers on that. Thing. Right. But apparently not. Uh, Worf is like, so let's uh, create a distraction or something. And you know these gangs are bad at being gangs. I yeah. guess that's what I'm realizing. Yeah, like one of them could have won this war had they had any intelligence. Right. Yeah. So basically, what they're going to do is they're going to beam Ashara down there. You know, she's got that pr- proximity thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to set off the alarm, and that's going to create a distraction so that the Enterprise away team can fix the scanner. Right. Uh, so Ashara is going to like risk her life to do this. Uh. As they're getting, like, her DNA, Data's talking to her about Tasha. Because uh, Ashara asks, like, you know, what did she do here? Like, what happened? And Data's like, uh, she was killed uh, by a puddle, basically. And, <laughs> and she was like, oh, she was, she was killed in battle. And he was like, no, not really. Just random act of, of violence. Uh, and she was killed instantly. It was unprovoked. And th- I feel like this is the writers trying to say, like, yeah, it was really stupid the way that we killed her. Uh, <laughs> I think the writing staff is complete, almost completely turned over by now. Yeah. And yeah, that season one was uh, yeah, not well done, rough. is what they were saying. It and, was a waste. Yeah, and Ashara is just like, oh, wow, that sucks. <laughs> I hope I don't go out <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Data's like, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's really awful, and everyone liked her, and I was very close to her. I, he doesn't say... Uh, obviously, to her <laughs> sister of their uh, the specifics of their relationship, this, their sexual past, right? But their torrid he, affair. <laughs> he does say that she was well liked. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, so Ashara is going to go down as part of the away team as like a decoy. And she's immediately sent down and it triggers the alarm. Uh, so there are these people that were guarding the escape pod from the Alliance. They leave to go get her. And that leaves the door open. This is what I'm saying. This game They're really is bad. dumb. Yeah. They're so dumb. Yeah. And so, like, Riker and, you know, Jordy and people, like, they stun some guys and they're able to get to it. Unfortunately, it's like something, something is messed up with it and it's going to take 10 minutes to fix. And Ashara is out and about somewhere trying to, you know, distract these people. They're trying to get her out of there, but she's underneath some kind of transmitter that makes it hard to lock on. Like, this whole time, they can't really transport people out of there just because they're under, like, a whole bunch of granite and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to for O'Brien to do his job. Yeah, there's, like, rooms with, like, nuclear activity. Yeah, basically. But there's this firefight. She gets stunned. Riker risks himself and, and like, grabs her just in time, and they get teleported out. Um, she's okay. She just has, like, some cracked ribs, but is fine. And apparently, like, Dr. Crusher can just fix that by pressing a button. Oh, yeah. Um, they established that before. But Picard is talking to Riker, and he says, so we did the DNA test. This is definitely Tasha Yar's sister. And Riker's like, yeah, I could guess that. Seeing her out in the field. Yeah, yeah. like she performed just like I, I would expect Tasha would. And Riker's like, or Picard's saying, you know, Riker, you have an emotional attachment here because this is Tasha's sister. Right, and that Tasha could, was lost on his away team. Right. And I understand how that can be difficult for you, but that can get you in trouble. This isn't Tasha. This is a different person. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's good that you risked, uh, you know, you risked your life for your crewmate. She's a, a, effectively she is part of the Enterprise crew. Right. Um, but just be careful. So, good Picard, job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> so Picard goes to sick bay to talk to Ashara, and he's like, "Hey, great job down there." You know, thank you. I appreciate it. And Ashara's like, yeah, I never flee, unlike some people. And he's like, all right, yeah, I, I know you're talking about Tasha, but let me tell you something. The first time I met her, she was running through this minefield to rescue uh, one of her crewmates. And her captain at that time owed me a favor. I immediately requested that she be sent to the Enterprise. And she never failed us. She always, always put the safety of her crewmates over her own safety. She was a great head of security. And I just, I don't think that you knew her like we knew her. You and might be proud of who she yeah, is. Yeah, you'd be proud of, of how she uh, behaved herself on, on the Enterprise. I, I don't think that you, that you know. Just like she'd be proud of you. Yeah. So Ashara goes to talk to Data Kinda again. <laughs> and they're like, they're, the conceit is that she went to go talk about the mission or something, but she's really trying to get more information about Tasha. Right. And she's like, where did where was her station? And you know, Data's like, right over there, where, where Worf is now. Um, she's like, did people like her? And he's like, yeah, I told you that. Like, she was very well liked. And she's like, well, was she your friend? And he says, yeah. He's like, but you can't have friends. He said, no, I can. I just don't have feelings. But I have familiarity. Like, the neural networks in, in my positronic brain or whatever, like, they get used to people. And that does have a reaction like when they're not there i miss them and she says like you miss tasha and he says yes exactly and Um, we had sex (laughs) right (laughs) that that part is 
thankfully left unsaid. Um, <laughs> by this point, Jordy has uh, figured out where uh, the freighter crew is being kept. It's very, very deep. They can't transport anybody there. What they can do is take a couple hours to fix the phasers to like form a drill, and that way they could teleport someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they clear enough space, I yeah. guess. I don't know. And as far as like, you know, there are like a whole bunch of access tunnels and stuff that don't show up on this map. Like, it's really crawling with people. And I wish I could be a guide to help you, but I have this sensor. This dang alarm. Right. And they're like, we can take it out. And she's like, well, you know, what happens is when it comes into contact with oxygen, it explodes. Uh, Once you join one of these cadres, you're in it forever. And Data mentions, he's like, we could put an inert gas over it and just... So does that mean they put the tracker in? I don't know. When you decide what gang you want to be in? I guess so, because Ashara... Why would they ever put a tracker in anybody? Ashara says that... Uh, does the government? But the government doesn't The government even doesn't exist. exist, so who is enforcing Who's this? Who's putting these trackers <laughs> on people? Who is enforcing this rule? And why does anybody care about them? Anyway. Yeah. It seems like if you wanted to join either the coalition or the alliance and they were super serious about taking out the other team you wouldn't put a track they would be like okay don't put this in yeah. we're just gonna send you in with a gun yeah exactly <laughs> like why why would you do that it's so weird yeah but the, her her point is is that she can't take it out and data mentions a way to fix it so the option is on the table for her if she if she wants back in uh she so she's gonna also think- i wanted one more thing about these trackers yeah all they do is set off an alarm right that's all they do. That's it. Okay. Yep. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. For it's later meant to keep episode. the peace, is what they said. But it doesn't like doesn't make their heads explode. No. Nope. It doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything but go noise. off. Yeah. And that's stopping them. Apparently. I mean, once they start shooting guns, anyway, it doesn't make any sense. In uh, in ten forward, Ashar is talking to Data again about Tasha, and Tasha hated the cadres. She hated these gangs. Um. And as soon as she could leave, she did. But Ashara is like, she's kind of struggling with this because her whole life, you know, she's been in the coalition. Mm-hmm. That's her life. That is her identity. And she's trying to justify that with what she now knows about Tasha. She's like, I always saw her as weak, but maybe, maybe she wasn't. Like, maybe she made the right decision. Maybe my whole life has been a lie. Like, it's really hard to to wrestle with that. Um, but now she's like, Data, I think I've come to trust you, and I see you as a friend. And Data's like, okay, cool. You're my friend, too. Um, uh, he hasn't... I don't think he really... I'm not sure how much he's into this friendship because she reminds him of Tasha, though. I think that's a big part of it. Because he barely knows her. Right. You know? Right. How familiar could he be? It's only been a day or two. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of think that this is just residual feelings for Tasha. I think, I think so, too. Or they're moving very quickly. Yeah. And they should just get married. All yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Data goes to Picard, and he's like, yeah, she wants to get this implant out. Um, I think that she, like, wants to defect and, like, come to the Federation. Yeah, join the Academy. Yeah, like, she's really into... She wants to follow Tasha, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, 
So Troy is like, you know, I can kind of sense these things. That's kind of my job. She feels conflicted. Like, I don't think she's 100% there. But Picard is like, we have the opportunity to change her life for the better. If she tells us she wants to make this, this decision, we'll do it for her. Like, we're, we will get her out of there. Yeah. I feel like that's our duty. And I know that she's going to feel conflicted about it, but we got to do it. We got to get her out of there. It's not a good place to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they perform this, uh, like, this surgery. Yeah, it goes off without a hitch. Right. Uh, Data's uh, idea was the correct one. And so Ashara is like still kind of struggling with it. You can tell she's talking to Data. She's like, well, I guess I owe it to my comrades down on the planet to let them know what I did. And if you give me just, I need some privacy, I'm going to go talk to Hane. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the observation lounge. She's alone. And Hane shows up and he's like, yeah, what's up? And she says, it's working. What? That's it. What? A twist. A magic trick she's pulling. Yeah. To de- be deceitful. Right. Uh, oh, she also kisses Data on the cheek. Oh, yeah, and, she does. Yeah, and Data's like, whoa. whoa we should get married. <laughs> his steam comes out of his ears, and uh, his head spins around, and his bow tie wobbles. Yeah. Um. All that stuff happens. Um, yep. They remove the implant. Ashara also gave it to Data as like a keepsake. Right, to remember her by. Right. Which is ominous. Yeah. I guess they deactivated the explosive uh, by they that point. Have. They have, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't blow up. <laughs> but by this point, they finished drilling into the planet. So they're about to go on the mission to uh, rescue these guys. They send an away team of Riker, Data, Worf, and Ashara. They're deep, deep in the heart of the Alliance. So all their security details are all on the border. No one expects anyone to get this far. So minimal security. Um, They kind of wander around. It's very confusing. And then they find the hostages. They get them out. And it seems like this is going to be the end of the mission. Only a couple shots fired. Right. They just stun some people, and that's it. Yep. But Ashara splits. She runs off and she like just shoots a guy, and as he's falling, he hits the alarm. Mm-hmm. And Riker is very surprised by this. He's like, "That should not have happened. What is going on?" And they find the guy that Ashara shot, and I think he's dead. He's dead. He is dead. Yes, she is not set to stun, as She's we'll find out later. Not stunning anybody. Uh, and he's like, "She tried to draw their fire, so the alarm would go off. She mm-hmm. did this on purpose. Why is that happening?" Uh, so they, you know, struggle to look look around for where she went. Uh, Worf takes the two. Yeah, the hostages are yep. safe. They're on the Enterprise. Uh, so it's just Data and Riker now. Data, Riker, and Ashara, and they're looking for her. And then Data finds her. And they're in this, like, engine room. And Ashara hits this button, and you hear this kind of, like, whooshing noise. And Data's like, uh, you're overloading the fusion reactor. Why are you doing that? That wasn't part of the mission. And she's like, yeah, I know. Uh, I did this because this is going to shut down all of their defense systems. And we have troops on the border ready to go. And we're going to take them over. Mm -hmm. And Data's like, well, the Federation helped you do that. They can't be responsible for all the deaths. You're going to kill a lot of people. She's like, I don't care. I I did this 
Coalition for Life. Yeah. Blood in, blood out. Uh, <laughs> she was like, I, I did this for my cadre. I don't care about the Federation. He's like, you tricked me. And she's like, Data, get out of here. I don't want to kill you, but I will if I have to. Pulls up the phaser. Yeah, and Data's like, I had feelings of friendship towards you. Were those real? And she's like, it doesn't matter. She doesn't answer his question. Mm. She says, it doesn't matter. Just get out of here. I'm willing to die for the coalition, but you don't have to. And Data says, well, I can't allow this to continue. And she's like, well, going to die then. And she shoots at him, and he dodges. Yeah. And... uh. Because he's Riker, an android built for combat. Right, and, <laughs> of course. Riker comes in, and you know she shoots at him, too, but they're able to stun her, and uh, Data does this cool phaser flip into his holster, Yeah, uh, and he shuts off you know whatever she was doing on the fusion mm-hmm. reactor. Mm-hmm. Riker picks up her phaser and finds it was set to kill. This whole time, she's been killing dudes yep. and would have killed Data and would have killed Riker. Yep. Damn. Damn. She tricked him. She tricked him. That fusion reactor, I thought it was going to turn off the alarm system. So, yeah, it's, no, it would shut down their security. The, their security. System. Okay, so now their plan makes more sense. Because right. at first I was like... So it's not going to blow them all up. Well, it might blow up, like, this room or something. Right. But it wouldn't, like, blow up the entire base. Okay. It would just shut down their security, and they had troops positioned on the border to, to go in. So then once they got into the space, those alarms would just be constantly going off. No, the alarms wouldn't. Why not? Because they would shut it down. Okay. The proximity again, stuff would, but they wouldn't. That's what I mean. Yeah. The proximity alarms. So you're going to go, why would you want to occupy this space if you can't? I don't know. Because it would be super annoying. It would be like your microwave constantly beeping at you. <laughs> you know how annoying that is? Yeah. You no know one's going to live there. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that they can fix it. This is a temporary situation. They're going to overload their defense systems and then shut them down and then come in and kill everybody and then just move back to their half of the underground or maybe take it over i don't know but then they got to deal with alarms all the time (laughs) i'm assuming they're gonna fix it at some point in the future (laughs) they're gonna take down all the speakers leave the alarms on forever (laughs) yeah so they stunned ashara they brought her back to the ship uh, that you know they stopped her plan and uh hayne contacts picard Hain is like, hey, uh, you got to send Ashara back to us. You you can't capture people. And Riker's like, no, we can do what we want. Like, she broke Federation law. Federation for life. Yeah, <laughs> blood in, blood out <laughs> for the Federation. And Hain is like, you don't have you don't have any authority here. And Riker's like, well, your authority is only backed by force. It's like, yeah, well, that's what authority is backed by generally. <laughs> uh, not a ship of war. Nope. Uh, <laughs> And they kind of yell at each other, and they shut down the channel. And Picard is like, that's weird. I had such confidence in Ashara, mainly just because I wanted to get some part of Tasha back. Mm-hmm. I I didn't fully understand that this was a different person that we're dealing with. This is not the same Tasha. This is not the same Yar uh, as as the one that we knew. So Data's taking Ashara back to the transporter, and he's mad at her. And, and <laughs> he's is giving like, her kind of a cold shoulder. Right, yeah. And Ashara's like, look, I'm sorry, but I did what I had to do for the coalition. Sorry, not sorry. Right, yeah. She She's like, I'm not going to uh, apologize for doing what I did. I apologize for hurting you, but like, th- this is, I, I live for the coalition. Mm-hmm. These are my people. 
So I would do it again. And he's like, all right, see you later then. Bye. Uh, and, but she does say that uh, she never had a friend, really. Data was like the only friend that she ever had. He's like, well, see you later. <laughs> and they send yeah. her back down. He's totally cold. Oh, yeah. And when she's like, when she says, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, he says, I don't have feelings. Right. I just, I'm just familiar with people. Yeah. But then Data's talking to Riker a couple days later. And they're talking about the risks that you take in trusting people. And Data's like, I guess I can, should consider myself lucky that I don't really have feelings as most humans do. I never have to trust anyone. And Riker's like, well, Data, trust is part of human relationships. Like, you have to trust people. And sometimes you get your trust broken. Like, sometimes it's not good. But without trust, you, you cannot really have friendship. You have to take that risk. Mm-hmm. So, you know... That that's just part of life. And Data's like, well, good thing I don't have feelings. I have no feelings towards her whatsoever. Nope, not me. <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> leaves. And then, as he's leaving the corridor, he looks down in his hand, and he still has the implant. And you can see, like, a feeling, like, some kind of recognition on his face, like, that he he actually does have feelings for this person. Something. He yeah. misses her. At right. the very least. Yep. Which is a feeling. That is. Data always has feelings. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Uh, one thing we kind of skipped over that isn't important to the plot at all, but I really want to talk to you about. Okay. Is uh, while they're coming up with the escape plan, Okay. one of the options that Jordy throws out there is uh, teleporting oh God. a photon torpedo. I forgot about this. Into a room. No, they're, no they're uh, grenades. Yeah, teleporting a photon bomb, yeah. whatever it was, into a room. And then letting it explode, but not making it so dangerous it kills people. Yeah. But it, like, shakes them up a bit. Right. Dude! Dude! This whole time! You can teleport bombs. You can teleport bombs! (laughs) Where was that when they were fighting the Borg? I know. They should have teleported a lethal bomb into that Borg cube. You can can just transport a bomb. Yeah. Put it anywhere. Yeah. Think about warfare. Yeah, I know. The Enterprise should be way blown up by now if enemies can do that as yeah, well. I know. They've, they've been teleporting on the ship willy-nilly. Yeah. Just lead with a bomb. Why put a body? <laughs> why put a person on why there? Why ever put a person why, when why you're Why are the board sending their uh, valuable drones to do this? Yeah, just teleport a bomb. <laughs> Not a ship before. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's like I've been reading this book about the Spanish Civil War, and it was talking about like house-to-house fighting in Madrid at one point. Uh the Republican army was, like, so low on bullets that, all like, at one point, all they had was grenades. And they just, like, would put grenades in an elevator and push the button. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just, like, open up. And it's like, oh, it's, it's an explosion. Right. Uh, which, like, I guess maybe that's where they got this from. Yeah. That, like, yeah, we could just teleport explosions to people. That's crazy. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't go with that plan. No. But they should use that in the future. Right. Well, it, and he said it wouldn't be lethal. He, he was like, it's just going to make him feel real bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, they w- didn't have to make it lethal. Right. It made it sound to me like making it lethal is an option. Is an option. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they didn't go with it. But yeah, that was the episode. Yep. Well, Patrick, this is the part of the podcast where we like to rate what we just saw. If we thought it was amazing, must watch Star Trek. We set to kill. If it's pretty good, you know, comes up in the queue, you give it a watch, we set to stun. And if it's horrible, avoid at all costs, we leave it in the holster. So, Patrick, what'd you think? 
Uh, I'm gonna say set to stun. Ah. Yeah, I mean, there are some parts of it that like it didn't make much sense. You know, like why do they have these the uh, alarms in their chest if they don't like who put them there? Mm-hmm. Like the whole premise was just kind of it didn't. The whole fit. planet doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> nothing about it made sense. But I am glad that they returned here because Tasha never spoke about it. There's this whole part of her past that was just never really explored, and we didn't get the chance to see it because she died just, like, out of nowhere. So I feel like this was the writers trying to rectify that, and I appreciate that they did it. Uh, and I did, like... I always like the stuff about Data trying to explore, mm-hmm. you know, human emotions and stuff like that. But it was it was very cheesy for a lot of it. It was quite so cheesy. So th- that kind of, you know... Put it on the on the negative scale for me, but it was still okay. Like it's not a bad episode, so yeah, set to stun. I'm gonna give it set to kill. Whoa, whoa, damn, yeah. And I was ripping on that planet pretty hard. I know because that it does drive me crazy when they don't think through the. They create a whole world, yeah, and none of it none makes of it sense. makes sense. Yeah. Also, it's similar to Tasha Yar. I guess she's like an underdeveloped character right she should have an underdeveloped backstory in world yeah (laughs) (laughs) they go together but i did enjoy this episode a lot i think it's crucial um when you're when you think about data's story and the and his evolution as a character this one is really strong in that book for me Uh, i like that we got to revisit tasha um and and her whole life and and background i thought that that was really interesting so yeah i definitely watch it it's on i think of this season it's pretty important to see. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Patrick, is there anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, just want to say thank you to everyone that donates to our Patreon. What? Yeah. We have a Patreon. We do. Uh, you can find it at patreon.com slash Patrick. And that's where all the episodes live. If you're not like on an RSS feed or anything, you can just stream them from there. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're watching original series. Yep. 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 We, we just watched the one uh, where, uh, not Picard, Kirk has to fight with himself. That is a weird one. That is a weird episode. You can definitely tell that the original series is from the 60s. Yeah, absolutely. In a lot of the ways that it deals with uh, delicate issues. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're watching that. And we're also, I think we're also going to be doing uh, some Star Trek RPG in the future. Yeah. That's going to be on a different platform. Um, yeah. But look out for that. Yeah. We're going to be playing next month and I guess releasing it later on in the year. Uh, yeah, probably early early 20, January. Yeah, in January it'll start to come out. Yeah, I want to record uh, a bunch of them uh, and have time to edit and get ahead. Yeah, it's gonna be good because editing them takes it takes a long, a long time. time. Yeah, there's so. there's music and sound effects and all that good stuff. Right, and I'm writing music now. Right, yeah, yeah I've I've learned how to do it. See my keyboard. Yeah, you got over a synthesizer there. over there. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be really y'all fun. are gonna love it. Uh, look for that in January. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's out there. Peaches, hot sauce. 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 Peaches, hot sauce.